Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Hey there, friends. I am so glad that you're with me today. If you've been hanging out with me for the last couple of episodes of In the Middle of It, you'll know that we've been talking about how teens have been hit really hard during this pandemic. I know, I know, call me Captain Obvious, but I really wanted to dive into the specifics of what it means for us as their teachers and their parents, especially because we've been suffering alongside them. Most, if not all of us, have suffered losses of all kinds during the pandemic. And with loss comes grief. I know in our family's case, one of the deaths that we have experienced during this time has been the death of one of my son's teachers, who was also one of his coaches. And the whole process of that, the whole um, knowing he was in the hospital, knowing he was suffering, and then knowing that he had passed was traumatic and heartbreaking. And I know that that is not a unique story. Um, I'm sure many, many of you listening have experienced not just the death of someone peripheral, you know, to you, but someone up close and in your inner circle. So I know that many of us are grieving. Our kids have had to face death, grief, and their own mortality in a much more in-your-face way than most teens have had to for several decades. My question for you today is, What do you think about when you hear the word grief? Now, often it's associated with loss through death, like I just talked about. And many of us, again, have suffered that kind of grief during the pandemic. But I would submit that we grieve any loss. Now, the definition of grief in Merriam-Webster is deep and poignant distress caused by or as if by bereavement. Deep and poignant distress. Okay, so what is distress? When it's used as a noun, it can mean pain or suffering affecting the body, a bodily part or the mind, a painful situation, a state of danger or a desperate need. Now, depending on their personal situation during the pandemic, your teen may have experienced any or all forms of distress, these forms of grief. Medicine.net describes the medical definition of grief as the process of reacting to a loss. There's a link to the full article in the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP121. I'm curious about what your teen's process has looked like. How are they grieving during this time and what have they lost? It's things potentially like family members or friends, routines, in-person interactions, academic support that's familiar. Virtual schooling has put so much more on them and their families and their teachers. And depending on socioeconomic circumstances, possibly the loss of resources or a lack of access to resources, 
maybe loss of a safe environment, um, monumental moments like graduation, prom, birthdays, and family celebrations, which as far as that's concerned, I have shared an article that, that kind of contains all of that. It's a great article. You can link to it in my show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP121. Okay, and sadly, even the loss and the grief of not having funerals, maybe they've lost someone and couldn't say goodbye. So helping our teens with their grief involves taking the opportunity to share our losses with our teens in a way that allows them to feel comfortable sharing their own. Okay, I'm going to say that again. So helping our teens with their grief means taking the opportunity to share our losses with them in a way that allows them to feel comfortable sharing their own losses. So what is that going to look like? It definitely is going to take work, time, and intentionality to reach your teens. They need to know that you're sincere. And you need to remember that everyone's situation is so different. Always, right? That's not just right now, but it is especially now. And creating safe spaces where they know they can share their thoughts, whether they're at home or at school or wherever, is critical now more than ever. You wanna make yourself available to listen. Maybe you wanna provide or suggest creative outlets like journaling or painting or music. Um, again, there's another great article in the show notes about this helping young people cope with their grief and loss during COVID. I've linked to it in my show notes. Now, with big losses like death and unemployment, there can be a tendency for adults and teens themselves to undervalue the things that they are feeling loss about. We need to validate their losses and remind them that it's okay to grieve. Their losses are valid, but that can be easier said than done. One of the best ways to do that is through conversation. When it comes to these talks with our teens, especially when they are hurting or struggling, it is so easy to slip into fix-it mode to try to get them to see a silver lining or point out the hidden lessons or benefits of what their loss is. Right now is not the time for that. Now is the time for us to take on the role of active listeners in our conversations with our teens. That active part of listening means doing things like using nonverbal signals like head nods or eye contact or maybe even leaning forward towards them. It means asking clarifying questions by reflecting what they've said or paraphrasing it. A phrase that I like to use for this is just a very simple, what I hear you saying is, and then reflecting back to them what they've said. You also want to withhold any kind of judgment statements, whether they're positive or negative, and you want to make sure you're listening to understand and not to respond. This is also the time for you to respond with empathy and affirmation and to let them know that you understand what they're feeling. And to take this a little further, you guys know I am a big advocate for reading with your teens and, and I am definitely talking about that right now because reading the same books as your teens is one of the best way to start these kinds of discussions. There are many, many books out there that your teens may already be reading if you can come alongside them and either suggest books that you think that they would enjoy or figure out what they're already reading and meet them where they are. And by doing that, you can initiate some really great talks. 
But if you'd like help initiating those, the Meaningful Mentor database and all the resources that come along with it are for you. You can link to that resource in the show notes, or you can just go to theishgirl.com. I would also say if you are looking for help and support and connecting with your teens, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to join my email community and become one of my people. I share things in my weekly emails that I don't share anywhere else. So I would love to see you there. When it comes to grief and loss, teens need us to pave the way to make it okay to talk about it to validate what they're feeling loss over, even if we think it's something simple and silly. They need us to show them and to model to them that it's not about comparing one person's loss to another. Loss is loss. My grief over the loss of attending live events like concerts doesn't diminish your grief for your loved one and vice versa. And that's something that teens may not get. They may feel bad about expressing their distress over the loss of something they may consider small in the face of a job loss or a death. Something I've noticed in myself that I'm really working to model and communicate to my own teens is that the losses that are occurring outside the pandemic, ones that are part of everyday quote unquote normal life, really feel magnified and harder to wrap my arms around and process right now. I think it's that whole the straw that broke the camel's back phenomenon that you have this pressure and stress and distress of the pandemic overlaid on all of the, again, the quote unquote normal things that makes it so much harder to process those. So it can be so powerful to help our teens understand that the strength and depth of our emotions and reactions to those things going on around us that might normally be occurring, especially the ones around loss, might be amplified right now because of our circumstances. And that is a good reminder for me too. Being authentic with them and showing them that we're in this together really does help us create a safe space for them to share with us. Okay, thank you, thank you, sweet friends, for hanging with me today. Truly, I pray for each and every one of you, especially during this pandemic, that you're able to stay connected to your teens and able to speak into their lives as you all navigate the losses and grief and the triumphs and blessings that this past year has brought. So from an ish girl who is grieving for the teacher my own teens lost to COVID. I'm so grateful to be in the middle of it together. 